web series and podcast created by Temple of Geek. At the core of the project is the importance of telling the stories of women who have found inspiration, growth, and power through fandom. My name is Jenna Ren, and I'm the host of Portrait of a Fangirl podcast. I'm here today, joined by the multi-talented Mel. How are you today, Mel? Good. Glad to be on here, so super excited. I'm super excited to have you. I adore you, so this is going to be great. Oh, <laughs> and I adore you too, Aww. so. How about yourself? Yeah, sure. So my name is uh, Mel, and I go by the Melly Melon on all my socials and everything. Specifically, mainly on Instagram is where you'll find me most active. Um, I am a hobbyist cosplayer and seamstress. I've been doing this for about seven, eight years now. Back in college is when I started, but yeah, cosplaying, nerd culture, and all that's just kind of been my life and. I'm surprised that it has been still a part of my life, even into adulthood. And so I'm really excited to share that with everybody. I love that. So when you hear the term fangirl, what is the first thing you think of? So really funny is I've actually recently got into idol animes, like idolish seven. So that term fangirl just like makes me feel like, oh, that's me. Cause I'm like cheering on for like my favorite boys on stage, or I'm just like always cheering on for like my favorite characters. Like when I play a game or I watch an anime. And so I guess that's how I would describe it. Like, I don't know, just really appreciating the character and collecting a lot of merch, <laughs> like a lot. A lot of merch. So uh, you would describe yourself then as a fan, self-proclaimed fangirl. Absolutely, I would. <laughs> What are some things you personally fangirl about? Uh, some things I personally fangirl about. Okay, it's going to sound so stereotypical, but like I feel like I'm like the biggest simp, I feel like, for certain characters, like based off their designs or their personality. And like, I guess for me, I have like a stereotype is what my friends would always say. They're like, oh, watch this series and I can predict which boy you're going to fall in love with. And it's so true. It's always like the prince-like kind of characters or like what we call the short boy characters. Short kings. I'm like, stop. <laughs> my short little kings, yes. Very few exceptions have made passive where they're tall. So very few, but yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's so funny because you don't necessarily realize the trends until you stop and you think about, you look at the things you really love and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I think I see a similarity. Right. Here. The other day, there was this one character from Idolist 7 called Kujo Ten. And I was like, oh, cool. And they had like different outfits for him. And so one of the outfits was like based off of like the Tales of series, like the video game. And I was like, I know which character this is. Like, I, this I need to go into my 15-year, like, memory bank real quick. And hold and behold, the character I used to, like, be obsessed with in middle school is now dressed up as the same character I'm obsessed with now. I'm like, wow. That is so funny how it's, it's truly Very, It's, like, very cyclical of how pop culture works like right. that. Let's talk a little bit about your upcoming wedding. You're getting married next month, right? Yeah, so wedding is on March 31st. Whoop, whoop. Ooh, we're in so. the crunch here. Yes, we are in the crunch mode. So um, I decided being that cosplayer, that same choice to make my own dress from scratch. And um, you would think like six months a year is plenty of time. Yeah, you don't start on it until like the last three months. And now you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got three months. Yeah, 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 I got two months. Yeah, 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 I got two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. First of all, I just commend you completely for making the dress alone. That is just 
an amazing task to undertake. Was the design of your dress, is it inspired by your inner fan girl? Oh, absolutely. So like, without a doubt, like, don't get me wrong, like, I find like a lot of like bridal dresses online to be really pretty and everything, like, just dead gorgeous. But I was like, okay, but if I make my own, I can add my own element of, you know, nerd to it. So the dress is actually influenced, I wouldn't necessarily say like a replica, but influence off of one of the characters from Twisted Wonderland. Now, did you develop the design on your own or did you base it off of something else how did you come up with this so I kind of like two two things so one is like how I know how like dresses like of different length and style works for my body type so that was a big thing I looked at because mine is like a knee-high dress and I was very wanting to make sure knee-high was the like because floor touching dresses just makes me look so itty bitty so that was a big part of the determination um the second part is um I took up like bits and pieces off the design off one of the Twisted Wonderland character Riddle Roseheart so like the rose like motifs on there along with like his I call it his butt cape because the way it just drapes like in the weirdest area but You'll see. You'll see. I will send you a photo. But that was all based off of it, along with like a mini crown that I have on my head. That's going to be where the veil will be. That's heavily based off of that. Wow, so. That is amazing. I am completely floored by your talent. <laughs> really. It's, it's driven by the power of being a fangirl. I love that. And now your wedding itself is also very fangirl inspired, correct? Yeah, I would say it's like a mixture of like nerd culture between like my uh, husband and I and everything, because we have a lot of influences of just like different nerd things that we grew up with. Like, for example, like Magic the Gathering is like his big thing, but we both really enjoy Genshin Impact. So we have that at the wedding. We have Pokemon themed stuff, especially Pikachu. Oh, I've Pikachu back there. <laughs> yes, like the cake is going to be pikachu theme like it's gonna have pikachu ears on it i cannot wait to see that (laughs) yes so excited to share but yeah i would say like 90 percent of the wedding is all influenced by just our background and our love for like anime and like pop culture and just stuff like that that's amazing what sort of reaction have you gotten from people who are going to be attending the wedding I usually categorize it into three categories, your relatives, your friends, and then your coworkers. So my family, look, I'm like the extrovert in a giant introverted family. So at this point, they're just like, this is typical male behavior. You know what? We're there for her. Doesn't It does not surprise them if that makes sense. They're used, they're used to, to you and how you function, right? <laughs> Exactly. You got it. And like in terms of like as my friends, so most of my friends that are invited are um, either cosplayers or just friends I met through like conventions that are local in Houston. But I also have like a good handful that are like out of state and even some that are out country that I like met through like just the nerd community. And so, you know, they're extremely excited, especially since I have on there that they are welcome to actually cosplay like they're able to like pick a character wear the wig do the makeup it's still gonna be formal so suit and dress attire right. of course but they can bring accessories that will bring out their character right so i know they're super hyped for it some of them were like no we're gonna dress up as your husband it was okay i'm like stop oh your poor your actual husband. husband is gonna be jealous <laughs> you know, he, look, he's used to it he, <laughs> He's so used to it. Trust me. He's so used to it. 
Um, and, and in terms of like my coworkers, like they too, they're like, that's typical male behavior. So I think overall, everyone's really excited to see this type of wedding because it's so different. Right, it is. And I think it's amazing that you are really embracing what you love, both you and your husband. I think it's great to bring it to life that way in a big celebration. Do you feel like embracing your inner fangirl has changed your life in any way? I would say yes. I know growing up, I was more like self-conscious about it. Like I was never really the type like back in grade school to like showcase that I like like anime or like nerdy things. Like I would still read my mangas and stuff. I never made it like my personality, if that made sense. Right. And I remember like, you know, just through like dating when I was in high school and college, I felt like some of like my previous partners in the past would be a little bit judgmental on it. Be like, oh, that's kind of, I guess what they would use in today's term, cringe to be super into it or super be out in public about it but ever since I met uh Justin my husband now um I feel like I can truly be my own fangirl like I feel that I can go out and have like nerdy stuff on but feel very accepted for it or if I'm fangirling as I'm watching the idol anime in our living room but I don't have to hold back and it makes me feel like I'm my most genuine self. And that's like the best feeling I've ever felt like ever in my lifetime. I love that. I think that self-acceptance is so important and it's great to see you express it that way. I actually have a little story to share with you. I was across the country in California of all places and I met a cosplayer and we were exchanging socials on Instagram and she saw that we both followed you and she started gushing about you. Oh my gosh. Really? She's like, you follow Mel. I'm like, Oh, Mel is one of my really good friends. She's a sweetheart. She's talented. This girl was enamored. Like it was, she was such a fangirl over you. How does that make you feel that your cosplays, your talents, your creations are inspiring other people? I didn't even know that could be like a thing, if that makes sense. Like I had like one or two people come up to me at cons before and I was like, okay, that's pretty local. That makes sense. But all the way in Cali, that's so cool. Yeah. um, I guess like that was like my initial goal. Like when I first started like cosplaying, Um, especially the more I got into like uh, seamstress work and like sewing and lots of like just from crafting, I always like wanted to make sure that everything I've learned, I've am able to like share with my audience because I feel like that was the biggest way I got into cosplay was just seeing like big creators share every little detail with no hesitation and that's like my biggest goal is to like inspire others and to be informative and spread knowledge so yeah that really makes me happy that's really cool that people are actually like listening it was kind of surreal I mean I'm all the way in California and I'm like yeah, that's just, that's Mel. That's, I know Mel. <laughs> that um, leads me into another question I have for you. How do you feel about um, people reaching out to you for opinions and help on their cosplays or seamstress work? 100%. Hit me up anytime. Like, I genuinely mean it. Like, it does not bother me at all. And if anything, like, it makes me feel good because I had people who would see, like, one of my, like, TikToks that was, like, how I made my Scaramouche hat. And, like, I would, like, receive, like, maybe, like, four or five people which doesn't feel like a lot, but it is still. And they're like, oh, can you give me more insight and details? And I feel like I'd be sending them paragraphs and like photos, instructions, and like with no hesitation, like it just brings me to joy. So yes, I 
really, really enjoy it when people reach out. If anything, that helps me stay motivated to keep creating. Yeah, you're inspiring more fangirls out there. What advice would you give a younger version of yourself about self-acceptance and embracing your inner fangirl? Let's see. If I had to choose one thing, it would definitely be to not worry about the opinions of everybody else, especially the opinion of like the rest of the world, quote, quote, watching. Because I felt like my younger self was just constantly trying to please everybody, trying to, I don't know, fit into all these different roles to make everyone happy. But at the end of the day, you're not going to make everybody happy. And secondly, why should I, if that makes sense? Because now at my age, I've honestly just, I am my best me. I am being who I truly am. And I feel like that's going to attract like-minded people. And those are the people's who I feel's opinions are most valued. My biggest advice is to, hey, who cares what the world thinks as long as you're being a really nice and helpful person and just being good? then do it. Because at the end of the day, the opinions of others doesn't matter except for those who you keep close to your heart. I think that's amazing advice. I think it works for everybody out there. Do you have any last thoughts you want to share before we sign off today? I personally feel like just for my audience to, yes, keep embracing your inner fangirl and you're never too old. You're never too young. Just be happy and just love what you love and spread that kindness. So beautifully said. Now, where can listeners find you on social media? So you can find me on social media via the Melly Melon, not pronounced the million though. Cause everyone calls me, Hey, you're the million. It's, the Melly Melon. So yeah, so you can always find me there. And I'm sure Jenna's gonna well, thank you. post the actual Yes, you got it because spelling it will take forever. But yes, always the Melly Melon. I mainly get on Instagram. And I like to create some fun videos from time to time via TikTok. But yeah, always hit me up if you ever need anything. Thanks so much, Mel. This is going to wrap up our episode of Portrait of a Fangirl podcast. We want to thank everyone who tuned in today. If you have any questions or comments, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook using the handle at Portrait of a Fangirl. You can also find us across all social media and YouTube as Temple of Geek. If you'd like to check out any other episodes or shows, please visit templeofgeek.com. Mm-hmm.